Hey folks, this episode of the podcast is my conversation with local singer-songwriter Micah Ehrenberg. Micah's been on the podcast before, kind of. Uh, a number of years ago, we went down to Shine On Music Festival to do what was supposed to be a live podcast, but that didn't work out due to various reasons, and so we ended up interviewing a bunch of people who were hungover, barely waking up, just in the middle of a field, and got some really interesting literal field recordings. And Micah was one of those artists. That was my first time meeting him. And a few years later, I interviewed Micah alongside Sophie Stevens for an episode of the Mom's House YouTube show. So I've had him on the show kind of. We had a quick conversation in the field where he played some fun live music and I had a quick conversation with him on Mom's House. But this is his first kind of sit down for a formal Witch Police Radio episode of his own. It's a great conversation. We talk about his secret beach studio and what he's working on there. We talk about what it's like to live during the pandemic in a place like Matlock, and a whole lot more. Great local artist, always working on really cool music, and now he's working on really cool music for other people as well. And also, this is the 499th episode of the podcast. So, I had no idea when I started this that I'd get anywhere near 500, but here we are. And if you've been paying attention to the social media, um, the social media... I've been posting about these videos, and a lot of local artists sent in videos over the past few months of them performing a live song specifically to celebrate the 500th episode of the podcast. The original plan was to put all of those into one big mega video and release it on the day episode 500 came out. That's not going to happen. My computer can't handle it. There's so many videos I got, and the files are so huge that I'm going to probably blow up my entire house trying to save something that big, let alone upload it to the internet. So instead, starting tomorrow... I'm going to be releasing a few of these a day, and eventually, once they're all released, they'll be put into a big playlist on YouTube and on Facebook and wherever else, Instagram, and you can watch them all one by one, you can watch the whole schmaboodle, you can do whatever you like. So, I just want to give a huge thank you to everyone who participated. Obviously, it's not everyone who's been on the podcast because I didn't get 500 videos, but I got videos from people who are regular guests, I got videos from people who have never been on the podcast. Just, uh, it's really cool to see the support, and I hope you keep listening. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, I'm back in my usual uh, basement home now, uh, since I don't do in-person interviews anymore. And uh, where are you right now, actually? Are you in Winnipeg or are you in Matlock? I'm in Matlock. In Matlock. So yeah. I, yeah. I have a lot of questions about Matlock, actually. But before we get into that, maybe if you want to introduce yourself and just a little bit of background about your music, um, I think that would be a great way to start. Uh, my name is Micah, and uh, a little bit about my music. I... Uh, I write music and uh, I record music and <laughs> cool. record other people's music. Yes, yeah. yes. So <laughs> that works. That works. I think a lot of people listening to the show probably know who you are anyway. So, but it's always nice to have some kind of an introduction. But uh, like, so speaking of Matlock, what is it like there during this pandemic? Because everyone I've had talked to on the show in the past like two or three months has had a very different experience, and I imagine what you're dealing with in Matlock is probably fairly different than what's happening with someone who's you know living in downtown Winnipeg, for example. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. It's pretty chill here. Uh, yeah, you know, not that many people around. No right. cases of COVID-19 as far as we know. Well, that's not bad. Then, uh, at least, yeah. And, and like, 
we're just hanging out at home, you know, and it's pretty good. Can't well, complain. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad somewhere in the provinces. Uh, I think there's a lot of little pockets of Manitoba that haven't actually had to deal with this, like you know, firsthand with having a bunch of cases and stuff. So. Is no that kidding? Gi- yeah, I feel, feel pretty blessed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that giving yeah. you opportunity to to work more, like to just to, to create more? A hundred percent. Yeah, have been in the studio a lot. Yeah, because it seems like yeah. more than a lot of people. I, I keep seeing you posting stuff online, like whether it's you know some stuff you're releasing or you produce someone else's record or, or things like that. So, like, what have you been able to fit into this this weird time period where everyone's kind of locked down? Uh, like project was yeah, like yeah. Kind of projects. Yeah, uh, been doing some stuff with uh, with Richard, with uh, you know Richard Inman. Yeah, uh, really really good friend of of ours, and uh, yeah, I've been doing some recording with him, and uh, and a couple of people that he's recording with. But and now he was kind of our only like quarantine artist that was really like we were all kind of uh, isolating in our own circles. Okay, okay. And so we came together and we're, you know, he was like, oh, it's kind of the only artist we could have for a long time. And then once things opened up a bit, uh, had, uh, you know, Glenn Radley? The name sounds Glenn familiar. Is. He's awesome. And we had... And just like startup stuff, you know, this be the, we opened this studio thing. Yeah. We opened it, like we just started here. Like in in like January, February, okay, and then March was COVID. So basically, like we're just doing stuff for fun around here. We're getting a lot of people in here, and a band called Honey Days. You know Honey Days? I don't know. Uh, Who are they? They're awesome. Yeah, Honey Days is, is their band uh, from Winnipeg. They're really wicked. Cool, they're, cool. They will have an album soon, I suppose, <laughs> if all goes well with these mixes. Yeah, yeah, right. On. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and a bunch of other people. Like, like, yeah, yeah. A bunch of other people too. It's been really fun. Sam Singer. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah. So, how big of a part of of yeah. your like music life is this recording stuff now? Because I mean, you I guess we're always doing stuff on your own for your own music anyway, right? But this is now now it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, but not like I didn't have a place to do it, you know. Okay. And it, this was really a motivation to like get gear together and like. Uh, like I share the space with Matt Philopolis, okay. my buddy Matt, and uh, he, uh, you know, he and I have have the gear combined. It really makes it possible to be a studio. Cool. Like, yeah, because otherwise it would, you know, we really we put some time into making it a, a a good space for people to come. But before that, like I was recording with other people before, but just only with like rented stuff and in yeah random locations and that type of thing. Do you think that you've been able to, I mean, now that you have this kind of set up and, and you, you have, like you said, more of an actual proper studio, uh, do you think that you have kind of a sound that you're trying to get out of there? Obviously, you're working with different people every time, but is there like a Matlock sound, you know, that you're trying to like uh, squeeze out of that studio that, that maybe comes across on different people's records? I I think that, that will come naturally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that like uh, we will try to record things as best as we can and to like what we think sounds good or like us and the artists, yeah. you know, think sounds good. And, uh, eventually that may just end up sounding, but having a particular sound just because we only have so much gear and we're always in the same room and we're using <laughs> sure. the same mics. And so it will probably, in fact, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hear it as I've done like four or five different people, uh, some like mixing in here, some like doing some, like Richard finished his old, his new album here. Okay. Did, like, 
just had to, did some overdubs and stuff and you hear the flavor of the room and of the gear yeah you start to hear it so yeah there will be it's, it has it's not established yet but there will be a matlock sound well that's kind of a good thing too right because i mean yeah. <laughs> you know, people will go looking for that matlock sound then hopefully right hopefully whatever it ends up being is is memorable enough and identifiable enough that that it'll people will be seeking yeah. that elusive matlock sound yeah no kidding it's yeah and it's it's pretty sweet there's some pretty sweet stuff here that you know it's good good vibe cool cool yeah. so w- not, not yeah. to dwell too much on on you recording other people because i do want to talk about your own music as well but when you are recording i would rather talk about recording other would people. you okay let's keep talking about it then yeah. <laughs> um yeah. when you're working with someone else right do you like how, how hands-on are you what is your what is kind of your role how have you sort of found yourself at what level of involvement i guess do you put yourself in someone else's recording uh, I guess it depends on what they want. Like, okay. I'll usually ask people, I'll usually talk to people beforehand and ask them, like, how, are, do you want me to engineer this or produce it? Like, do you want me to put, have any creative input? Like, should I be suggesting that we record it certain ways? Or, like, I'll just, like, if, if that's established, then just, like, I always just want the artist to get what they want. Sure. So just check in and say, like, is this cool? Is this sounding cool? Is this what you want? And, like, you know, try to, try to, like, even if, it's a tough one. There's, there's, it's everything from not being involved at all in like creative decisions and which is totally cool. Yeah. And like engineering, which is like a really sweet gig. And then like being like kind of part of the band, you know? Okay. Okay. Do you have a preference? Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah. I like, I like, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, not really. I, I love watching people do their thing. I love wa- like being able, being able to engineer for people and watch them come up with ideas and like make those ideas come to life. Okay. Okay. You know, that's a nice thing too. That's like, and, but also playing music and having creative input and stuff is really, really sweet too. Right. Yeah. So there's benefits on either side. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's really fun. Do you have, uh, do you have plans for people you want to record with sort of after this pandemic lifts or is that still sort of up in the air at this point? Yeah. There's a few people that, that, uh, there's a few people that, uh, want to, that want to record here uh, and that I want to bring here to record like people from out of town and stuff. There's a yeah. few people from out of town, but yeah, this guy, he's called roof man. He doesn't have any music out, uh, but he lives in the Netherlands. Oh, cool. In a, in a little town called Aramalo. And we've done, we've recorded some stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, like he wants to record again. He was going to come here this fall, but obviously he's not going to now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that'd so, be cool though. Did you like that. Bring back yeah. the Matlock sound all the way to the Netherlands. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How... I recorded some stuff with him, like in the Netherlands. I had some time off on a tour, like time at the end of a tour. Oh, right on. And I went to his house, and he like set up a studio. It was very similar to this one. It cool. was It was really interesting because, other than having the tape deck that I have here, um, he had a digital setup, but. He kind of had like everything that I have, but like different versions, like different, <laughs> like different old amps and different old guitars right. and like different old keyboards. And we, and like very similar mics, but different. And, and, uh, the recordings turned out amazing. Like they're cool. just the demos, but they turned out so good. And yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So maybe that will be released one day. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. How, how much stuff like that are you sitting on at this point? Cause I mean, you seem relatively prolific in terms of the amount of songs you're writing and, and the amount of shows you do any given year and stuff like that. Do you have a lot of recordings sort of in the vault, I guess? Uh, not enough. No, I feel like there's a lot that I've done and then I'm like, I didn't release them for a reason, you know, like sure. they're just not done. 
so I've recorded a lot of stuff that like I just not really I don't really want to put it out that much you know okay. but it will be like so or maybe that's like a working file or something in some cases so probably not enough but also more than I think I have <laughs> okay do you ever pull <laughs> that, that stuff out do you, do you pull that stuff out and go back to it like if you're if you have other ideas that might work with it well yeah now now I'm doing everything on the tape machine okay. uh, which means that I have like a box of tapes yeah here maybe you can see that yeah and my tape machine and so i just that's my like that's my my folder okay my computer okay. cool cool so it's really easy to go back to stuff, just look there and then you can see on the tape it says like what song it is you load it up nice. and like it's not overwhelming like with the computer you're like you got so many files and shit you know like you gotta you gotta find like some file that was named something like for sure version two yeah plus extra chorus minus yeah whatever reverb yeah, no, I, I, I get it. that for sure. Like, <laughs> even with this podcast, my, my recorder just saves them with automatic file names and I've never bothered to change them. And the date is wrong on the right. machine. So, like, I can't, I have to just sit there listening to hours and hours of stuff to find anything. So, yeah, I, I, it's a good, I like your, your uh, structure. <laughs> it's better than what I do. Go tape, man. Go tape. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, I wish, I wish I could. Flawless. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get out of the same old, same old. Gotta get back to the place that I belong It's just a dream till you make it happen I gotta sing till the end of the song The only way is to change the small stuff It's the little things that'll mean the most to you You just can't sweat it You gotta name it and forget it No promises no more ties no more small plans no more tries no more hanging on no more scenes no more no more chasing a dream it's like you said when we were much younger before you know it you'll be old and gray so where'd the time go? It used to be so slow and steady Now it's all gone away It's so easy getting caught up in the fray Doing the same thing day after day I had a good life, but not the life for me No more cigarettes No more weed No more no more speed, no more wondering what I need. No more, no more chasing a dream. A dream. It's up to you. gonna tell you what to do you gotta decide how to live your life no more tv no more radio no more internet no more phones no more bad news no more screens no more 
promises, no more ties, no more small plans, no more lies, no more hanging on to old scenes, no more, no more chasing a dream. So just to go back to, to what you said uh, a few minutes earlier about about the Netherlands thing, like how were you received in Europe? Was that your first time touring over there? Uh, I've been there a few times. Okay. I don't know how how it's been. Like it's just like any touring. It, it's like when I was touring, well, I, you know, touring Canada. I was touring Canada a lot earlier, and like yeah. it took like years. But like I was I started touring Canada when I was seventeen, and I was like really shitty, and I was just playing <laughs> for the heck of it because I wanted to play, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Which is great, but then like, like, you know, uh, like after so many tours in Canada, there's like you start to get your fans, you start to get people coming out to your shows, and it's like a really like I had a pretty like grassroots following sure. in Western Canada at least, and and like Toronto too or whatever. But in the in in Europe. It was interesting because it was kind of like fast forwarding through like all the, through like all the first years of touring with no albums and like just for fun versus sure. like actually touring and playing good shows and that type of thing, and like I definitely saw some growth. I would go back to a place like two or three times and people would come back. The same people would come back and cool. I'd be playing in front of you know crowds between the size of like ten to like five hundred or something. Oh wow, yeah, that's a big depending range. on where I was playing big range you know so like and sometimes it was good and sometimes it was not good and just like any tour you know sure uh but the last tour i did was really great and 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 it was all over europe and it it was cool because i got to go to a bunch of different places and like it's just weird you know every show is different the type of people that show up at different shows yeah so and sometimes you get a lot of people that are really into it like yeah like um what's it called middlesbrough middlesbrough england okay I like had one great show there, and then the next show I played, there was like, like everybody was was there, you know, and there was like, it was a huge crowd, and it was like, whoa, like all the for some reason that part of the world, uh, really really liked my music. <laughs> it's kind of cool, yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah. it's weird because I, I think that your music is all, all to me anyway. It sounds very prairie, like it sounds very specific to this kind of time and place. So it's interesting right. that they would hit over there where they would all get into it too, because I mean, you know, on the surface, it seems like two totally different cultural and environmental sort of vibes, but obviously something about it. Yeah. Works, yeah. I think that, I think the Northeast of England has like some sort of equivalent vibe to the prairies of Canada. Yeah. They just like, they have this very, um, I don't know, like they have the same sense of humor or something. Okay. Okay. As people on the prairies. Yeah. Do you uh, yeah. do you think of your music as being very locally focused? I mean, whether it's intentional or not. Not, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess kind of naturally, you yeah. know. But no, I definitely don't intend intend to. But but maybe I let it happen. You yeah, know? yeah. I record a lot of the like. There's always the birds and. And frogs and stuff chirping away in the background of <laughs> <Right>. my music. <laughs> so, Maybe that's just yeah. like subtly sinking in, and other people are hearing it and go, "Oh yeah, Manitoba." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there for sure. Yeah, 
I don't know, because yeah. I, I often, I just over the course of doing this show for as long as I've been doing it, I'm always trying to figure out what that Manitoba sound is. Like, whether it's, you know, uh, a country singer or a rapper or a metal band. Like, everyone seems to have something that screams Manitoba about them. And I don't know if it's the accent or whatever, but like like I said, I mean, I hear that in your music too, whether it's the frogs or if it's something <laughs> something in the songwriting. I don't know, like, do, do you think we yeah. have a sound here? Yeah, there is. I don't, I don't know how to define it, but there definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to find it either. That's why I keep asking people about it because I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's got to be something. There's got to be something that's that's clearly there, but I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, what is it? Like, I don't know. Everybody bought the same microphones or something. <laughs> Maybe then... I, don't know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Well, how? How? I mean, again, not to stick with the Europe stuff so much, but like, how do they place you over there? Because I think I feel like you're kind of a hard guy to fit into a genre. Because obviously you're a singer songwriter, but you have some very electric stuff. You have some mellower stuff. Do they kind of know where to to fit you in in terms of who you're playing with and where you're playing and things like that, or is it equally hard to figure out? I don't know. I find myself like trying to alter my my set to the crowd. Okay. As you know, like not like change. I don't. Well, I, yeah. I, play how i feel like playing which is usually altering it a little bit right okay but i, I i've only ever gone there alone so it's much different right like sure. not not really able to offer the band sound at all anyways that makes sense uh, yeah. but it is a bit weird because last time i went i was playing music that like i wasn't even on either of my albums okay you know and it's just like because because i wanted to play new music and play like the songs that i was excited about yeah yeah for sure uh you know what i mean and so then it's like nobody people buy an album they're like this isn't the same thing but <laughs> maybe that's okay yeah, yeah. well they yeah. Are, they've already i don't know, I don't, know how be, I don't yeah <laughs> yeah i guess people uh probably have a hard time with that yeah overseas. <laughs> Some way, hey, 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 I fixed my attitude. Going to stay in a positive mood. No more crutches or cancel plans. I'll put my life back in my hands. I promise you that's what I'm gonna do. Have some kids, maybe get a dog. Give my time to those I love. Hey, hey, hey. I know that my actions don't always reflect that I feel this way. But I'll be thinking about this dream. I promise you, I say what I mean. I promise you. That's what I'm gonna do I promise you Once again I'm stuck Falling in the muck Hear me say 
Are you one yeah. of those guys who, you know, once you've recorded something, do you already kind of feel like it's old and you want to be moving on to the next thing? Or are you happy kind of staying with the, uh, like, I guess with your most recent album, for example, are you happy sort of staying with those songs for however long it takes to sort of do the formal promotion of the record? Uh, I, you know what? I was just thinking about this today. I think that I get like five listens in. Yeah. I, I think that like once it, once it's done, then I will probably listen to it five more times. And that's it. You know? And then it will get old and I'll be like, oh, I'll notice all the mistakes, all the things I don't like about it. And right. then it will just like, maybe that's not true. I've listened to some recordings. Like I haven't listened to them in months. They listen to something that I recorded. It's like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Okay. You know? Okay. But like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I do move on pretty quickly to, to whatever I want to do next. Yeah. It's, it's kind of different, right? Like, like, I guess I don't always get tired of, of recordings. Like I'll, I'll like them again one day, but but with like live, you can change it up, and live sure. you can kind of get into it. Like, yeah, like it's not always you can do that, but sometimes you just play an old song you haven't played it in a long time, and you can still get into it. You know, yeah. It's, it's like the live thing. It's it's like how you're feeling and the people in the room and all that stuff. Sure, you know? sure, no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is um, what's kind of your next plan on the agenda for you personally? Once you're once this kind of clears up and things get back to some semblance of normality are you do you have new stuff you're working on to put out or what's going on yeah yeah i'm working on an album right now uh, i don't know like how it will turn out or when it will be done or if it will even be an album like maybe it will just be a series of songs or something okay uh but uh but yeah yeah i'm working on some stuff cool do you um yeah like you just said about you know maybe it'll be a series of songs do you have a preference? Like, would you rather put out a uh, start to finish album and, and to go through that whole process or are you cool with just releasing what you have when you have it? I don't know. I think I'd kind of rather release it one song at a time. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'd rather release stuff one song at a time and then maybe make an album at the end of that. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to just like, not have to invest everything into like one giant release. Okay. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. But, but you've, you've done yeah. one giant release kind of a few times in the past now. Right. And that seems like it's gone all right for you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. But it's nice for people to just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you, I guess I'll think about it. See how the songs <laughs> turn out. Yeah. See yeah. How, yeah. See how the songs like end up flowing together and whatever. Okay. Some songs are just like you know you record something and then like why wait? Sure. Yeah. To yeah. put it out. No, don't wait too long. You know. Right. You don't want to hold uh, on to it for a year and then it turns out yeah yeah it doesn't fit with the rest of the stuff or something. It's really difficult, right? Because like somebody might be like, oh, you know, it's a great song. You should play it for these people in the music industry before you release it. Right. Try to get some traction behind it. You know, and it's like, you know that's cool but also that can put put a song back and sure sometimes it's better to release it right away yeah do you so uh, i don't know when you when you're releasing like i mean with your past records the past full-length records uh, have they been uh, thematic is not the word but like i mean has there been kind of an overall sound you're going for from start to finish to those or was it more of a collection of songs the first one was all recorded like at the same time in okay. the same way okay so like it was all like the drum the drums were all done in one one place, uh, vocals were all done in one place. Okay. You know, like every all the instruments were done like 
in one place other than like the exception of like a banjo here or like yeah. one guitar somewhere else or something you know most things are done in the same place uh the second record was done like all over the place okay and definitely like sonically um i mean it had a particular vibe definitely they def- all the songs definitely fit together yeah for sure uh but uh but I think it wasn't as natural of a like straight up vibe. Okay. Well, know? the first one, like yeah. it, to me, it sounds like it has a live feel. Like it sounds very yeah. much like it was just kind of banged out. Like you, like you said, they're all done in the same room and everything. Like, it has that kind of sound to it for sure. Yeah. It's cool because it wasn't done like that, but okay. you know, like the, the drums and bass were done like that and everything else was tracked and edited like a fair amount, you oh, know? Cool, cool. And, uh, not that I like, well, you know, not uh, like overly, but quite a bit. And like, now we don't do any of that stuff at all. Like, we yeah. try not to do any of that stuff at all. Um, it's because it like staring at the computer for a long time. But it does have that feel, you know, even it does, though yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, it does have that feel. It's very like organic sounding. Yeah. And then the second yeah. one, not as much, maybe. Second one is, it's just different. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's kind of like, weirdly polished when it's not actually polished okay okay it's really cool like it has i think like emotionally it digs deeper just in terms of lyrics and stuff or sonically yeah yeah i think like and like the the first one's kind of light sure like even the even the heavy songs are kind of light like there's humor to it yeah there's humor and also like the recording is kind of light okay you know it's it's kind of like i don't know how else to describe it but like the second record is really like I think it digs deep, and I think it was like really there was a lot put into it, and there okay. was a lot of like time and like thought, and it's just like yeah, it was a, an emotionally like heavier album. Okay. I think. Do you feel yeah. like that came through on the recordings? Like when you listen back to those, can you kind of feel that emotion on the tracks? Yeah, yeah, I I definitely can. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, of course you will because you were you were making them at the time. But like, I mean, yeah, whether somebody else can, can feels that I don't know. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, upon yeah. you saying that, I, I I can. I mean, I've heard both records, and I can definitely. I know what you're saying. Like, it definitely feels heavier in a yeah. not so heavy kind of way. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, what's yeah. what's kind of the tone you're you're thinking of for the for the follow up? Is it is that is that tone something that just kind of naturally happens or or do you sort of have a a mood for the songwriting or what no that sounds going to be perfect it's going to be great like <laughs> right on <laughs> yeah i've got i've got the studio set up now right and you know what i mean like i've got the like working everything's on the tape machine it's got a very particular sound it doesn't sound perfect by any means but it's perfect for me you yeah. know like it sounds to me like when I'm recording, I'm like, oh, this sounds like like me. You know, it sounds more like what I imagine my music should sound like okay, okay. than anything I've done before, you know? And it's really like the tools are here. Most of my stuff is pretty acoustic anyways. Uh, you know, I've got this great reverb cool. that that uh, Matt and I built and it's it's a good vibe, you know? So I think that like, I've already got a few of the songs done and I think that they sound better than anything I've done before, but that's awesome. just because they're brand new probably. But that's a good attitude to have, right? If you didn't think that, that would yeah. probably be <laughs> a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I think they sound great, but yeah. yeah. Did you have any uh, like touring or live stuff planned before all of this hit the pandemic stuff? Yep. 
like 40, 50 dates. Oh, wow. That's the other thing. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like I, it was realistically, it was like 35 dates, but I was still trying to book stuff. Okay. Okay. I was probably going to get a few last minute gigs and like, I was probably going to get a few things in the summertime that I hadn't been offered yet. So sure. I'm assuming like probably closer to the 40, 45. I don't know. Uh, but like, yeah, Europe, like England and Germany and the Netherlands was going to go with the band. Yeah. Yeah. Had a couple of festivals planned. Then was going to come back here. Then was going to go on tour with shotgun Jimmy, which I was like cool. so excited yeah, that'd for. Be awesome, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like it's like touring with one of your heroes is like, like the coolest opportunity ever. And yeah, that just yeah. got completely kiboshed. Pretty brutal, man. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, but I've recorded a shitload of music here. I can't complain. Like, and I've been having a great time. And my partner, Mandy, has been growing this amazing garden and we've got chickens. And, nice, nice. You know, like, it's really, it's really like, you know, I'm, ha- I'm thankful too. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that I am where I am. I, despite the canceled dates, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, you get to enjoy the true Metlock experience, I guess, right? Exactly. Don't you worry about it. Love is gonna find you. Love is gonna find you in the end. Even on a great day. Don't be afraid, babe. Love is gonna find you in the end. summer how could I forget I felt something that I couldn't explain and it keeps me saying don't you worry about it love is gonna find you love is gonna find you in the end even on a great day don't be afraid babe love is gonna find you in the end Love is 
Are you planning on uh, making up those dates? Like, is that sort of the the idea? Do you want to try and get back to where you were supposed to go, or is that all out the window? I mean, I would love to, uh, but I'm just, like, really, you know, I, uh, A, like, it's... It's a pain to book something that uh, that might not happen. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I definitely like like there's a festival called Focus Wales, and it's been rescheduled for the following year. Like it's October 2021. Okay. Uh, so uh, so that's like uh, you know I'll probably be in England at least then, like cool. in fall of cool. next year. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty good being here, you know, and. And I just like I'm trying not to get too too invested in plans unless like something was to come up, you know, like a sure. really solid tour. Like then I would consider going, but this is pretty solid here and making a lot of music, writing a lot of music. Yeah, it's awesome. Can't really like you know, don't don't fuck up a good thing. Sure, yeah. Well take advantage of it yeah. while you can too, right? Because I mean it's such a unique situation that that we're in that like if you yeah. if you if you have the ability to, to sit there and record uh, as much as you can during this time it's you know you're in a better position than a lot of people i think just having that studio yeah. there so yeah yeah glad to hear yeah, you're it's uh, great. taking advantage of it that's awesome <coughs> yeah so uh if um i'm glad you uh you know even though we're, we're distant i'm glad you did the uh the, the responsible uh, arm coughing thing that's uh it's nice to see oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> in these troubling times right yeah it's a habit <laughs> yeah yeah no it's good yeah. <laughs> i don't want to cough on the recording gear sure yeah that's that's, that's important definitely yeah so uh like i said at the beginning i'm assuming most people who have uh who listen to the show are probably at least aware of you because i mean as far as i can tell the vast majority of listeners are people in the local music scene but if someone's new to your music right now and they're hearing about you for the first time on this show what would you say is kind of a good entry point would you want them to start with the first record or the more recent stuff or what's kind of the in to, to hear you to get to know your um catalog? um Probably, uh, probably like I just released this thing called Art Week. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like all these live things. That's the most current. That's the coolest stuff. Okay. It was all recorded to tape. It was all recorded to vi- videotape. Yeah, it's all it's all live and it's all like newer songs ish, yep. and it's pretty fun. So yeah, I'd, I'd uh, yeah. It's a good, I'd, uh, good spot to go. Yeah, that's what I would. That's where I would direct somebody. Okay, that's where I would direct somebody for sure. And, and I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, shows aren't happening for the foreseeable future. But if someone's hearing this once the pandemic is lifted, um, what's the best way to find out what you're up to as far as touring or as far as playing local shows? Uh, I'm pretty good about putting stuff up on my website. Okay, uh, but also like, yeah, like about putting shows up on like the band, bands in town or whatever song yep, yep. kick thing. Uh, and I, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty good about putting everything on Instagram and Facebook too. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. And then, um, I guess you're probably on yeah. all the streaming services and all that as well, right? For people who listen to the, uh, the old digital music. Yes, but not Art Week. Right. Okay. That's just Bandcamp. Art Week YouTube. is only on Bandcamp. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same with, there's another album called HBD Michael Toronto. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like an EP. That's like the best shit that that I've recorded because okay. I did it with my friends Pat and Britt and uh, and Jill and uh, it just it's awesome it's that, really cool that's Bandcamp only? Yeah. Bandcamp only 
Yeah, it's just like four cover songs, and actually, if you buy it, then the money goes to uh, the Main Street Project. Oh, awesome! Okay, cool. So cool. yeah, so, and good. you could just pay whatever you want. Yeah, right on. And yeah, then your really cool. your previous records, the physical copies, are they still floating around out there? Uh, I have physical copies of "Love Is Gonna Find You." Okay, uh, but not not none of my Okay, those are all gone. And uh, yeah, like they're all gone. Yeah, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, I have vinyls of Love Is Gonna Find You. Yep. Like maybe maybe a handful left, like 50, 50 vinyls or something, cool, or twenty five cool. vinyls left, and then like a box of CDs. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and those there's more floating around there somewhere too. People can get those off Bandcamp and whatnot, I assume. Like the physical copies. Yeah, yeah. Physical copies you have to order from the Sleepless Records website. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Quite sure quite sure you have to order it from the Sleepless Records website. Right on. And I guess if anyone runs into you in Matlock, they could probably buy one off you that way, eh? Uh, 100%. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Right on. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you're, you're like, you know, you're keeping active and uh, still making music during this bizarre time, and I'm glad you have the studio up and running and stuff. Uh, looking forward to hearing more music that comes out of there. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Awesome. Yeah, great. I'm really, yeah, I'm really, uh, Really happy you called. I'm really glad we can make this work. Put the space. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to you. Yeah, for sure. What is that? What's the name of the studio, by the way? The Secret Beach. The Secret Beach. I like that. But don't tell anybody. Right, right. It's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> If you still had a dime For 
when your pockets were empty And your lungs worked just fine Say so long to the flatlands That you once called your home Farewell to the foothills Where you used to roam But you won't be back Back for a long old 